Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. to protect. Brought to you by Live 95, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with a television license fee. Check out ours to protect.ie for more info. There's few animals more distinctive looking than the hedgehog. With their prickly spines and ability to curl into a tight ball to warn off predators, there's more that meets the eye of these adorable wild animals. For this week's episode, I travelled to Clare to meet Bev Truss at her wildlife sanctuary, the Hodge Sprickle, to learn about her work rehabilitating hoglets. I began by asking Bev how she became a wildlife rescuer. My mum used to tell me stories about when I was a kid, five, six, seven years of age, bringing wildlife home that... You know, I was the um, the bird napper, as we call them now. Um, so I would be out and I'd see this poor little fledgling that couldn't fly. And I was like, no, he can't fly, he's injured. So I would take him home, bird napping him when I should have just left him. Um, and then I've always kind of done it. I was a ranger um, in Scotland for a few years. And any of the wildlife that got injured on the estate, I used to take care of them because the rest of the rangers wouldn't be that bothered, you know. Um, A vocation almost. Yeah, and I remember um, I had just started in my veterinary practice nearly (sighs) years ago. Um, And I got called in one night, my my boss phoned me and it was like 10 o'clock at night. And uh, there's a hedgehog in the... I was there before he finished his sentence, you know, I was straight in there. And that was kind of like it. You rescue hedgehogs and then re-release them. It's not just hedgehogs. I mean, I have all sorts of birds coming in. And up until last year, I was taking in pine marten kits. If it's a wild animal or a wild bird, you know, it can come to me. Now, I'm not set up for the apex predators like foxes and badgers and things. So I would usually bring them in stabilise them um, as a veterinary nurse and I've got extra qualifications in wildlife veterinary nursing so um, stabilise them and then ship them off um, How plentiful are hedgehogs in Ireland? I don't really know it's a friend of mine Elena Reardon she's at the University of Galway um, she lectures there so for the last three years I think she's been running the Irish Garden Hedgehog Survey um, and Elaine's been asking everybody to you could just Google it, and then when you go into the website, if you've got hedgehogs in your garden or you've seen a hedgehog, you just log it, whether it's dead, whether it's alive. Um, and she's been putting the numbers together. I don't think they're in danger as much here as they are in the UK, but the numbers are, are definitely slowing down. We're seeing less roadkill. So when you see roadkill, um, you know that there are wild hedgehogs in the area, but when you would have seen them a few years ago and then all of a sudden they've disappeared, it's usually because of the environment destruction. They need native hedges, so non-native stuff like grislinia and things, they don't really, you know, would would go near it or, you know, any of the other kind of non-native stuff. But, I mean, this is white thorn that I planted and the hedgehogs love the white thorn. Um, because the white thorn attracts the insects as well. So uh, hedgehogs eat an awful lot of insects. And they're nocturnal, are they? So people kind of say to me, oh, I don't have any hedgehogs in the garden. I'm like, well, you're sleeping when they're out doing their business. A phone call from a man in Limerick. (laughs) And he was coming off the night shift, and it was 3 o'clock in the morning, and he left me a voicemail on my phone. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he said, I'm coming home and there's a hedgehog walking up the road. So I picked him up and I've taken him home and I'm wondering what I should do with him. And I was like, it's three o'clock in the morning and you've just kidnapped. Yeah, they need the native hedges um, and they need, you know, where fields have had hedges taken out to make the fields bigger for cattle. Um, that's a habitat destruction that the hedgehogs just can't afford. That and the bats. The bats would be foraging on a linear over hedges and through trees as well. Um, so, yeah, I need to get everybody planting hedges. Yeah. Uh, one of my hashtags is um, hedges and holes, not fences and walls. So if you've got a wall or a fence, just knock a 13 centimetre hole in it at the bottom. Dogs won't get through it, but hedgehogs will go from garden to garden. What else would be, um, I suppose, uh, threatening a hedgehog? Would it be like the cattle grids and things like oh, that? Cattle grids are my hot button. I hate them. Um, I emailed a few cattle grid companies and nobody got back to me because I want to know why they have to be so deep. Um, one of them had a couple of hedgehogs in it and it was nearly four feet deep. You know, and then it fills up with stagnant water and leaf debris and all sorts of stuff. So any animal falling down there, you know, it can get sick pretty quick if you kind of get out. So... Cattle grids need to have escape ramps. Um, another hashtag that we've started is um, fill them in or fill it up. So if you've got a deep cattle grid, just fill it up. Um, yeah. Fill about a foot, 30 centimetres from the top and then put in an escape ramp. Anything falling in there can get out. Um, twice this year I've had a phone call about ducklings and cattle grids. Thank goodness the women eh, managed to save the ducklings, but we all fell down the cattle grid. Um, drains as well that aren't covered. I don't know how many times I've had to get hedgehogs out of people's drains, so just make sure that the, the drains are covered. But most most of the problems that hedgehogs have are is kind of human-made. You know, it's cars, habitat destruction, as I've said, um, pesticides and insecticides... You know, you're killing off their food. And even if you don't think you're doing it, I see people outside their gates, you know, and they're maybe just seeing the grass at the front of their house. I mean, you're spraying the insects. So the birds are coming down and eating that insect. So the, there would be, I don't think there's been any research done in Ireland, but certainly in the UK there's there's been research to show that, you know, the, the pesticides and the insecticides can build up and the birds giving them secondary poison. A bit like rodenticide in barnels. We have to go back to managing our environment much better. Stop using the toxic chemicals. Even, you know, if you're spraying weeds and things, it's soaking into the soil, so the substrate insects are, are being depleted. So the hedgehogs are trying to dig them up. And, of course, you know, if you're a heavy user, insecticides, pesticides, that kind of thing... And, you know, farmland, the farmers use quite a lot. You know, they, they've got a living to make as well, I suppose, but, you know, there must be other ways. But it's amazing that they yeah. could be in the likes of Limerick City, yeah. right under your nose. Yeah, and in Galway City, but they're going, that's what I'm saying about the hedges and holes, because they're moving from garden to garden. Um, and if people are leaving wee wild bits and not using the toxins in the garden. It's quite a nice wee space. And you see, my whole thing is to protect the environment, you don't need to think about clouded leopards or elephants or, you know, Irish elk. You just need to think about your own garden. You just need to think about what you're doing in your garden.
To learn more about Bev's work, you can visit her website and social media sites, The Hodge Sprickle, for updates. If you see a hedgehog in your garden or would like to learn more, see the theirishhedgehogsurvey.com to record your sighting and help us learn more about their population in Ireland. Ours to Protect is funded by Commission Naman with the television licence fee and is a partnership between Live95 and the IBI. Check out ourstoprotect.ie for more info. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nett.